Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. My Apple TV or my Apple phone hookup is at work. You bastard. Yeah. I know. It's all good. Well, we'll just, yeah, we'll just have to have it up on our phones, so. We'll be all right. We're just going to fucking wing this anyway. I think the only thing we really need is well, Premier League standings and. NHL. Yeah. Although I can tell you where the Rangers are, so that's fine. I can tell you where the Predators are. And, and I had that on there, and that's mainly what it was. Ain't and, going to the playoffs. <laughs> and Boston is really, really good. And the Rangers played them close the other day, but Boston's good. Yeah. God damn, I fucking that, hate them. Is that is this is this Marsh Marshawn's swan song? I hate him. I, I hate him. I hate I hate him. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben, where we run down the sports headlines we notice from around the world, focus on what we are interested in, and get angry about the little things. Yeah, we're we're rolling on everything else, so. Well, we're just going to talk about we're just we're just going to talk about the Saints here because a lot has gone down in two weeks. Well, no, I mean, this, this happened, what was that, yesterday? Well, I'm saying all the other stuff we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yesterday. We can't ever take a break anymore. No, we can't. Although, <laughs> when we never mind. So, I'm okay with Derek Carr signing. I'm not okay with a $100 million guarantee. guarantee in three years. Oh, and don't forget a no-trade clause. Oh, they really did get that in there. Yeah. I know we had it before. And was it $60 million signing bonus? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, he got paid. I, I mean, that was the only re- that's the only way we were going to get him. Uh, I'm okay with it. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback for the Raiders. Who's been yeah. in the league for, what we talk about? Nine years, weeks. yeah. Nine years. And then... Uh, or the 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 one thing I thought was interesting in the coverage about it was saying how uh, sorry my brain's not working at full speed right now that on the Raiders he had an offensive line that leaked right attackers so yeah. you know even even on our worst day the Saints offensive line is is very decent. If everybody on that line is healthy, then last year I think we broke a record for the most, the most different. This is gonna sound stupid. (laughs) The most different starting four or five. The entire year we had the most changes. Thank you. God damn it! I wish I could say I'm not working at full capacity, but this is about it. This is what you get. So, um, but yes. The uh, the offensive line I don't think will be a problem, and we 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 are not lacking in skill position talent. No, I mean you, you talk. I I think that had to be there. There were two selling points to him that he went with us over everybody else, which was first coming back with Dennis Allen. So you're like the first coach you had when he made the, when he was making the Pro Bowl. I think even yeah. though Dennis Allen, God, they sucked, dude. Jesus. Sure. But he made the Pro Bowl early in his career. But I mean, clearly there's there's some sort of connection there, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Dennis Allen drafted him. Yeah, there's there's 
there's a Cat Stevens song out there about it. But you know, there's probably a few, <laughs> yeah. a handful maybe. Okay. And then that idea that you get to now work with Chris Olave, yeah, in, and Mike in Thomas. his second year, and he's he's going to get even better. He's even more seasoned. He got plenty of looks and and receptions in his rookie year. I mean, he was the number one receiver for the most part. Yeah. Because everybody else was hurt. Who was the other guy we brought in? Justin Jarvis Jefferson or Jarvis? Jarvis Landry. Yeah. So he didn't play a lot. Thomas didn't play at all. What do we have? Marcus Calloway. Yeah. And Kamara. And we won't. Right. Uh, it was, it's who, who knows? He pled not guilty. Let's see how long this. Well, I was going to say that at least in the reporting, they were saying, oh, and he'll have Kamara to throw to. So. Right. You, you would think at least national sports reporting, they would kind of go, maybe. Maybe have or, him. Yeah. Or if they're lucky. So, so the legal wait until. The court is done, right? Yeah. So if they just keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. But yeah, because this is not an alleged crime. It's a video. Correct. Correct. There will be lots. It is on video. (laughs) The only thing we're missing is audio at this point. Mm -hmm. And And it's there. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. There is audio. That is why. Yep. My name's Alvin Kamara, and I'm stomping you right now. Yeah. It's like a family guy skit, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's in court. Like, there's no way this could get worse. And now, can we play the audio? Oh, no. Exactly. I'm Alvin Kamara from the Saints, and I'm Breaking curb news. stomping your face. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Allegedly. Please. Even though it's on film. <laughs> right? I got it. We got to say it. Yeah. He's innocent until proven guilty, and he's my running back. See, it's it's also unfortunate it didn't happen here in Louisiana because all they'd have to prove is intent, not the actual crime itself. Correct. Well, I mean, isn't that like the South in general? Yeah, but okay, like, we're not going there. Yeah. We're, not, we're not going there. So I guess what we're saying is the defense had to be the other selling point, right? Yeah. Like the Saints, even ravaged with injuries last year managed to drag the team to a seven and nine record yeah and and i would think a selling point too is you come to the nfc south you're the man yeah like you you are not doing kansas city and denver and the chargers anymore yeah i mean barring a catastrophic run of injuries you're almost guaranteed playoffs because i mean let's Worst division. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and say that. Worst division in football. And it got even worse because Brady's not there. Yeah. And Tampa was just as garbage as we were. I think he won them two games at the end of the year there. Yeah. Like him alone. (laughs) With a final drive or something. (laughs) Remember the game? He was down like three touchdowns or something. Yeah. Throwing a hissy fit. (laughs) And then he won, and he was like, oh, look, I, I, knew, oh, yeah. I, was, I knew we were doing this. That one? Yeah, way to narrow that down. So yeah. uh, <laughs> that, that was the other thing I was going to write down. Is he coming back and going to go play for San Francisco now that the first domino for quarterbacks is gone? I thought he'd go play for Vegas, get back with Josh McDaniel. But isn't he a, a San Francisco guy? He is. But, so I mean, like, like, there's that pull, and then there's also 
I mean, the offensive coordinator he won with the most is at, is the head coach at Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas is a dumpster fire. San Francisco is a team, like, if you plug Brady in there, they could win. This. They've been in the NFC Championship game right. two years in a row now. No, I mean, that's that's a surefire. Vegas would have to pull a Tampa Bay. Like, they get him, and then they would have to spend all their money. I mean. Then they're going to have it. They So, I don't know what their cap situation looks like. But I guess the funny thing is now that Carr is going off the board. I was going to say, because young, young Davis, even though that dude looks real, like really old. Like oh, if it was Al Davis, yeah. He would, yeah. Yeah, he would He'd find a way. Of course. Yeah. He'd give him all the cocaine and all the hookers. and Which is not hard to find in Vegas. So, it's like, I'm, I'm, you it's know like what? I'm you almost, just open a door like, look. I'm right almost <laughs> upset that we didn't get to see Al Davis as the owner of the Las Vegas, Vegas. Raiders. Oh, he would have died in the first year. And not of old age. <laughs> no, no, no. Of every all the extracurriculars it, it behind that been, door you just yeah, opened. It would have been a scene from a Martin Scorsese movie. That's exactly like, the door opens and then it, like you just hear the police report. He's he's dead on top of what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about go a, check that again? A I'm pile gonna, of guns and cocaine and hookers. <laughs> and there's 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 what there's a goat? A goat. I need, I'm going to need video evidence of this shit. Okay. A, and a magician in the corner. <laughs> He's responsible for it all somehow or another. <laughs> all right, sticking with the NFL and quarterbacks. Oh, that was... Ugh, that, that mental picture of... Well, speaking of fever dreams, so if, where if, is Aaron Rodgers' next fever dream going to lead if, him? If he follows the Brett Favre model and goes to the Jets, <laughs> which kind of is what it's looking like now... The dick oh, pick is coming soon. We are close. It happened between the Jets and Minnesota, right? Is that so? We're about eighteen months. And I mean, as much peyote as the dudes allegedly, yeah. uh, or mushrooms, or well, he's probably in his yurt right now, having a steam bath with his shaman, trying to figure out what to do. What his next move is? He's still yeah. under contract, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he signed last year. Like, was remember he re-upped? Year? Yeah. So I guess it's on it's it's on Green Bay of whether they want to keep dealing with his diva ass well, I think, or not. What was their record last year? Not good. Right, they didn't make the playoffs. No. Like Minnesota. Yeah. Won Shut them out. Yeah, I think after a season like that, and first you trade away all of his wide receivers. Like last season was his last. I think Green Bay was like, if you, okay, if you're cool and you don't run your mouth and we make a run, we've got the same team. Right. Cool. We'll see what's up. No, you shit the bed. And it's not his fault, although he is crazy. Oh, yeah. Which is, man, that's so upsetting, Aaron. You were so cool. Yeah, I, yeah for, a, for a hot minute there. And then, yeah, Olivia Munn fucked that dude up real Big time. bad. Yeah. Real bad. I mean, she's going to do it, I guess. <laughs> you do you, Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> But she clearly saw what was coming. Yeah. But, I, yeah, like, my question, I, I think the biggest question for Packer fans would be... Um, the kid's name's Love, something Love. Well, there, there's that, but it's like, does does the organization stick with Le Fleur? I think or, you got to give him another year. Yeah. you got to give him a year without Rodgers, without, like, his albatross. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, and I mean, and is it's like would that free him up to be what they expect him to be, which is one of these young gun the Sean McVeigh's yeah. the dude you know. Yeah, like where the Eagles um what is his name? I the Italian heard. guy. Yeah. It starts um, with a name Mistroni or something, or maybe that's a dish. Minestrone. Yeah. That's a dish. Hey man, there are it's guys a soup. There are guys in Syria named lasagna, lasagna, you know? So <laughs> his name is Manicotti. <laughs> ravioli. There's, I think there's a ravioli over there too. I'm sure there is. I think he plays for Uvis. It's just I'm kidding. So that oh. we are in, I can make fun of them because I am Italian. So, fuck you if you think I'm being mean. Just before we get to it, I get to watch a full season of Harrison Bader play. Yeah, you do. Do you know how excited I am for that? You better be. I am not it as... Is... I'll, I'll save the quote from your brother till later. Oh, yeah. I'll save that. But I'm almost that excited. Are you... Or, I mean, you just got to pick whichever bridge you want. But yeah, yes, you got a you got a GW comp- bridge boner going. All of them <laughs> together. Sorry, I just had to get that out there. Where where it's baseball season. It's, Matt Carpenter, by the way, I know he's in a Padres uniform, but that might be the coolest motherfucker in baseball. He's that, just like mustache, no frills. Took the picture. Well, I mean, he he he's at that stage like he's been through it. Like you know, he's had you know he was hot shit. Then he nothing. Had, yeah, like had a fault, got the yips real bad, and then had tore his comeback. Up, tore yeah. up with the Yankees, and then unfortunately got hurt. Yeah. Okay, sorry, we're jumping ahead here. Right. Um. So we'll see. I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers. So here's the deal: Panthers are still looking. Jets are still looking. Vegas has to be. Yeah, so the... And then you've got... I think the deal with Rodgers, it's going to fall to the team that has the most available draft picks. Or right. that's willing to give that up. And, of course, take on his entire contract. Yeah, because they're not going to I kind of feel like... the Panthers are, the, are kind of in the position because they got, you know, they got plenty of money. I mean, they were the same record as us and uh, yeah. the Bucks last year. We were all t- basically tied for shit. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I could see them throwing up everything at them, but do they have enough capital, draft capital? I don't know. Well, I mean, it would it would have to be, you know, they're, they're number one and two this year, and then a, a number one, maybe a number three the following year. Yeah, you're right. They have the money because they shipped out uh, McCaffrey. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, they started their fire sale last mid-season, mid-season which is yeah. what the Preds are doing now. Yeah, we'll get to them too. All yeah. right, before we run out of time here, can we can we talk about uh, just Man, Man United getting the soul snatched out of them the other day? Just we'll just touch on that a couple of things in in association, but well, and the fact that and I I didn't realize it at the time. It could have been so much worse. I like oh it, I watched that, until five. The push that um, who am I thinking of the the uh, Portuguese player for who uh, Manu Bruno Fernandez yeah for, so when he shoved that dude in the corner after yep. getting beat and you know going the commentary on that going back was like a that should have been a red card right then and there and he should have been suspended for at least five games uh, Moise Keane did it and 
Juventus's match against Roma. Yeah. A dude was giving him the business. Yeah. And after he stood up, he kicked him as hard as he could in the back of the lead. Straight and, red. And I'm assuming because off. it's Juventus, he was executed there on the field? No, they, they <laughs> waited until he... They didn't want a public ex- execution yet. That would be three more... That would, that would be two Mussolini ass. Yeah, well, at least to show an open. Right, right. They may take a picture of his body hanging, though. But, uh, yeah, or, and then, the, like, the look on Klopp's face during the whole game, that dude. Like, the first goal, he was like, oh, and, yeah. then he, and then as each one was going by, he was getting a little embarrassed. He's like, <laughs> should I be celebrating? But it was that, like, by the end, it's that, like, shrugging the shoulders, shaking your head, like, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, how it, the fuck? Yes. And, it, I mean, it really was, like, And right, it was a big, ma- like, Manchester United were, had a chance to move further up the table. They're in third. Yeah. Liverpool's right outside in the top five trying to get back in it. Remember, they were ninth a few weeks ago. Right, yeah. Huge match. And Manchester United... Shit. I, I don't know. Oh, they, my God. They they set their own bed on fire with them in it. After they shit in it. <laughs> it was bad. It was... Re- and it was fun to watch, and I fucking hate you. Everyone even, knows how much I hate Liverpool. Even the announcers were getting on, on the bandwagon. It, 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 they're probably still scoring goals right now. If I had to guess. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll, that, we'll leave it at that. And Arsenal, still in first place, still winning in 90-plus stoppage time goals like they do. Yeah. You saw the highlight? What yeah. The f- I was at a – spoiler alert, I was at soccer all weekend. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't. But I, yes, I caught it in between mowing lawns. So they were but. down two nil, and yeah. one three two. And I think the last two goal. Well, and they're at they're at twenty six. So they got how many more games to go? Would they what, play like thirty? So there's nineteen other teams that you could play twice. So yeah. thirty eight. Yeah. So a little like twelve more games to go. Yes. And they got Jesus. What is that? Uh, well, a five-point lead, but Man it, City oh, just yeah, doesn't seem to want to overtake them anymore. Yeah, I read an Even article though, where they it made, they made a great point that this past weekend Holland got in people's face, and you know normally he's just like the guy in the yeah. background, kind of singing and dancing yeah. and scoring goals. Like, yeah, score goals for fun. Don't know why I made him sound like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so watching him get a little aggravated, uh, we'll see when they pl- – I think they play tomorrow or next week in the Champions League because that came back today. Yeah. Chelsea won. I guess Graham Potter is keeping his job. Sure, yeah. No, I, I mean, you know, they got a they got a good thing working with him. I mean, they, they pulled him away. I mean, the funny thing was they pulled him away from Brighton. Yep. And then Brighton overtakes them. Next right? Tuesday is when Man City play. Yeah. And I think they're only up 1-0. But just the last thing about Man U, their goal differential now is six. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't say anything as a Leeds fan. But... No, but but Arsenal's 34, Man City's 41, Man U is six. What's what are the ones behind them? Who's Tottenham's ten, Liverpool's nineteen now, Newcastle's eighteen, Fulham's at four. But fuck you, Fulham. But I mean that that is a very glaring disparity there. Like you go for thirty four, forty one, six. 
that's ridiculous. So so now this becomes instead of that Man U Liverpool game being so important to Man U, now this next game is super important because now you don't want to show that you're all fucked in the head. Right, and they play Europa League this week, so they'll have a here. I'll tell you right now. No, I know it's so they play Thursday. Yeah. Away. That actually does remind me. Thank God, like Leeds is out of. No, I'm all sorry. The they're playing. They're shit. playing at home. Yeah. So. They, yeah. Yeah, they got to. They got to. You got to beat Benfica at home, or, and make it to the next round, or. Uh, what if they get a drubbing by Benfica? Yeah, and it's the first leg of of two a two legged affair. Two. So, they're on the road, in the second game. They gotta get. Some, if they don't, <laughs> we thought Yankees. Yeah. But we got to lead with Leeds. We do. On the focus. We'll lead with Leeds. Two matches. I was looking up the formation. The highs and the lows. Yeah. Well, I can't believe. I guess guess a good good place to start out. I like what Javi Gracia. Is that how you say the name? Yeah. Okay. Is doing. It's it's three games because they played Fulham that I've completely blocked out of my head. I don't give a fuck about the FA Cup. Yeah, Yeah. me either. Don't care. I I mean, I hate to say, you know, I know know it's a big deal for England fans, but like the less, right now they don't need to be focusing on trying to win some tournament. They don't have the squad depth to be playing three matches a week and every single match matter. Because we're, leads are in regulation. Regulation. They're in regulation time, man. Relegation. I mean, they're not. They're just above it on goal differential, which is only about 17 difference for Man U. Yeah, there you go. But the Southampton match was huge. Yeah. Glad we got that, even though the bane of my existence scored the goal, Junior Furpo. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. I mean, I'm sure you're a fantastic human being. I, I, I'm sure you're probably... He just, he just hasn't lived up to potential. He's probably Sam from Ted Lasso. Good. You know? Yeah. And I fucking loathe him on the pitch. Well, the again, that's where... That's what I like to see on... It's... I highly doubt Javi Gracia. I'm sorry, I just like saying it. I know. Uh, uh, listens to us, but he finally put in Rudder in yeah, the striker I, position. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that kid, but he's young and he finally got a start, so I will, and, I and, will you know, lay off. And he hasn't been in the Premier League nope, long. So, so I will. He tries, but he tries too much. But pass the fucking ball. This is what is it like? Three games in a row. We've had the three Americans starting, and he finally he's been starting Aronson, which was one of the things that I think got away from Marsh was leaving him out. And you noticed that it, this is the Chelsea game, yeah, in particular because that's when 
he finally went full what I've, we've kind of been asking for. Except Lil Willie Noto should be in there, except Somerville. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so, yes. Th- this is what I like. Furpo, I could do with... I'd like Ailing to be on the other side where Furpo is and bring in Christensen. Is he hurt? I don't know. He can't have fallen out of favor of no. a fucking junior Furpo. No. Okay. But, yes. See, look at all the triangles in this formation. Right. They're all over the fucking place. Right? Yeah, I'm just... I'm sorry. You got me on that Christians thing. He went on the sub roster, so he might be He must be, be hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you got outlets everywhere, which is fine, but they get so disorganized. Aronson in the middle? They, they need Aronson in the middle running around like a psychopath, like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah. Because he causes havoc. Well, and he, he creates space for the other... Exactly, and for he the wings and, and the he's that fucking gnat at the heel of the midfielder for the other team. Yeah, like he's just always in their face, and yeah, Leeds lost to Chelsea one nil, and the goal that they gave up was just—I mean, you're not going to fucking stop the goal. No, I mean that's just. Well, I mean that's that's not the problem. The problem is is that they have scoring chances and they're not able to capitalize on it. One one pass too many. The absolute worst decision that you could possibly make. It's like A B and don't do that, and they don't do that. Yeah, who was it? Was it Somerville had a yeah. clear scoring opportunities, which is why Noto would have buried those. Those, yeah. Um, or at least, yeah. Instead of instead of trying to back pass it to himself, cross it into the box. Just fucking shoot the goddamn ball, kid. Yeah. And or, or I mean, again, at this point, Jorginho, you've got you've got Winter a brilliant header in McKinney. Like, and he got his head. He should have scored. Yeah. He got his head on a ball above that's, everyone. That's two he's missed, but that uh, that just means he's due for one coming up. Yeah, and remember, he was hurt, and now, what, he's six games in with a new team? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to get more of those opportunities. And I think they're starting to figure out, like, if he gets forward, somebody's got to drop back and defend, and it ain't Somerville. Harrison no. tries, but we'll see. If Bamford's playing that game, we lead scores. I still would like to see them put Rudder and Bamford in a twin striker spot. But then you lose right. one of... Then you're, you're basically taking Aronson out of the equation. Yeah. Because that position goes away. It's one of the weird things with what they have. It's like, it's... You, you have gotta fit... You got too many key people that you can't now take out. Yeah, but the whole point was for but them what, to get I mean, deeper. Like, like, you've got Marco... What's his name? Rua... Oh yeah, the yeah. the Spanish guy who yeah. usually starts. Forshaw's still on the team. Oh, you're talking about? Oh uh, yeah, Roco. Thank you. Yeah. I always want to call him Mauricio Rua, the MMA fighter. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. But um, you've got him. Or the other thing is, is that they take our advice. So you take out Somerville, put in our little Italian man, which he did, and then switched, waited too long, and then and then take Aronson out, or not not Aronson, take Harrison out and put Aronson on the wing. Yeah, and he put Greenwood in over Harrison, which, okay, 80th minute. Harrison, I'll save it. Um, and then Fernandez also, like, in for Aronson. Green, Greenwood's been shitting the bed when he comes in. Where's where's Gerhardt? Did he really get loaned out? I think he did, yeah. Why the fuck? Him and Dan James. Yeah. You mean to tell me either one of those guys 
Okay. At, at any rate. Okay. Well, Dan James would work better on a wing. Right. Than, and we're overloaded with, would, yeah. with... Sorry, Gerald Arivia. Yeah, Gerald Arivia and Aronson are basically the same person. Yeah. It is, that's what it is. Could you imagine those two guys in Noto on the pitch? Well, and maybe that, I mean, maybe that's what they're thinking is if they can stay up for the year, then next year you you let a bunch of dudes go and then you call back in those loans and you put in that. I mean, it's a, it's a short squad, but it's a fast squad. Well, I mean, if you keep, let's see. When Sturrock comes back, and that's probably why Furpo's playing, is because Sturrock's yeah, out. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> Sturrock's got height. Cox got height. <laughs> that sounded really bad. And yes, I am immature, and anytime something like that happens, I'll not not left. Um, Weston McKinney can get up. Bamford. God damn it. That was... Without pills. <laughs> I just hit for the cycle with Dick Jones. Yeah, there you go. So there's a, there's a little height that we can get in the air to get ahead on the balls. And you just, just got to get on the tip and then it'll... On, and seen. So, yes, the service into the box isn't bad. I, I'm not saying that. We're, we're creating chances. Score some goals. Please, because it, it's getting squeaky bum time. What did we say? 38 matches? So there's yeah. 13 more to go. Yeah. All right. And what did I say last year? 30 points is usually clear. Safe, yeah. So we've got to pick up eight. I think 30 points. Or maybe yeah. it was... Well, um, you know, this weekend's going to be tough with Brighton because Brighton's a good squad this year. Yeah, but, it's got to be 30 points and you should be in the clear. Uh, but then, you know... It eases up. Wolverhampton is always a violent game. I hate that game. <laughs> I really do. Unfortunately, we got we, we know we're going to take probably take a loss to Arsenal, but who knows? There's always a We've chance. We've got Forest, right? Yeah, we got to beat them. Crystal Palace, if we're playing at our... If everybody's playing at their top, we could take them. Don't we have Bournemouth again? Uh, yes. See, so we're playing West Ham, you just said? Yeah, we, well, no, I, I haven't said that, but yeah, we do have West Ham second to last game. What about Leicester? Uh, no, yes. Okay, so basically we control, all of the teams control their own destiny because all of these teams at the bottom play each other. Each other, yeah. Several times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, every week is, it hates that you have to scoreboard watch, but... Yeah. Every week is a... Stressful. Well, the nice part would be like going into the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to say the last month. Get up six points. Well, yeah, where I say like if if by the end of April it's not dire. Yeah, that's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, like get six points clear. Yeah. Draw on the road, win at home. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> and don't get blown out. Right. Keep the goal difference. You got to watch that now because it's keeping us out of the bottom three at a pretty decent clip too. So... Which is in, and that's and that's the difference between this year and last year. Last year, the goal differential was like we were down like negative well, twenty. The, yeah. That, well, no, it was worse than that. We yeah. lost three matches in a row. Like, man, you just got their soul snatched. Leeds had it happen like four four weeks in a row. <laughs> but <Man>. so, 
Yes, if they bring, so my best formation is what they just did, but take out Somerville. Right. And put in Noto, and take out Furpo and put in Sturrock. Yeah. And I would be okay with that. Bamford up front. Mm, no, scratch that. Um, I'd, I'd like, like to, to see Aronson up front. And uh, well, I think I'd I'd like I'd like for the next couple of games for our uh, Rooter to be up front just to see because I I don't think he's because they've always put him in like in the in like Aronson's position. Yeah, that, that's and so and he, and he seems to be his... hanging back. So it's like if you put him up front. A true striker. What he can really do, and I—I I mean, last week I just think it was with that, like, okay, I got to figure this out. Yeah, and when they play defense, it's so weird. It's like a a five-four-one almost. Yeah. With Reuters, the only guy who doesn't get back, and it's just four guys in front of five guys with tight spaces. Right. So, and when we get back on defense, it's leads are fine. It's when they get caught in transition or give up a fucking set piece. Well, are the are the other back three have to be have to remember Ailing can't get back as right. quick as he used to. But, uh, I've noticed if you've noticed, I said it last time yeah, we they, recorded that Tyler Adams they rotate the, or McKinney, depending on where they're at, they ro- rotate around yeah. and cover it in his spot if they need to. Right, that's fine. And we've said too. There's been a couple times like uh, Cooper's out. Yeah. On that on that defensive wing spot. That's why we give up back post goals all the fucking time. That's I straight up because everybody gets pulled to the ball because there's one less defender. Dude sneaks in the back. I could score those goals. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I think I have more playoff wins than Derek Carr. <laughs> or we have the same. Yeah. Zero. Correct. Okay. Just wanted to get that out there. He's my quarterback. You are my quarterback. quarterback yeah. You are him. Okay. Yes. Finally, we're going to get to talk some hockey. God yeah. Damn it. Well, I, I guess. I have them all. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying I have to remember. All the trades. I'm trying to remember when the news broke. But, um, yeah, we're like, so with Nashville, they, they started they started the trickle of, of trading away some of their so, so prospects. It was the no, it was the third last Friday was a trade deadline, right? Yeah. And yes, like Tuesday, real when March hit, that's when it started. It was like the dominoes fell. Right, and then so we're talking the Preds here because they they officially pushed the button. Well, and and you you start seeing them kind of trade, and at first it's like, okay, this is cool. They're they're getting a lot of draft picks, Capital. and then. And then they finally announce that, and I always mess up his name, uh, but I think it's, or it's David or David Poli. I always want to say Poyle, like he's one of the McPoyles. Who, who is he? Where the GM, the the oh, G- only GM Nashville has, has ever ever had. had in the history of the organization. Yeah. Say that again. The, the only, only GM since 1997. Yes. So uh, that's a long. Yeah, Christ. They finally said he's out at the end of the season, or he's retiring at the end of the season. But and the better news. Well, and I, come on. I mean, oh no, I mean, I love it because I love that Barry Trotz is coming back to Nashville, 
and as the new GM, and he's going to have a fuck ton of draft. picks I was trying to, to get it with. pulled up here to how many draft picks he's going to end up having, but we'll just say well, it's in the double digits it's by now. A lot, yeah. and a lot of first and second rounders yeah. for like several years in a row. So I mean, and he's got money off the books. It is a full hard reset. The Rangers did it, and it took them. Like three years. Yeah, we're yeah. ahead of schedule. So yeah, and uh, so I mean, Boston, the, Boston did it. We every time we end up talking hockey, yeah, hockey, hockey. <laughs> hockey. Wow, where the fuck <laughs> that come from? Um, it, it's always the good teams know when the cycle ends, right? And they they know when to know when to hold. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, so that it it's not more than a couple years. Right, that you're languishing outside the playoffs, but you got to hit those draft picks. Well, no, I mean, was it like Na- Nashville's been caught in that for the last? No, they're caught I mean, where they, the Saints are. They get uh, the past couple of years they've snuck in, but it's uh, they, they haven't been couple, able to win do a it. couple of games. Did they get yeah. swept last year? Yeah, by the Avalanche. Oh well, that's completely acceptable. Sure, yeah. Well, you acceptable. know, it's always easier like oh, when the when the cup champions do it, but and they steamroll through pretty much everybody. Right, yeah, got it. But and you know, even this year, I mean, they're still. I mean, they're they're within like a couple of points of the last playoffs. Yeah, they're 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 in the fifth spot. Right. So I mean, it's it's still a but possibility. At but at this point, knowing that you've reset, yeah, making the playoffs is just. Would be icing on the yeah. cake. Yeah, and you're getting more revenue from right all of that stuff. So yeah, but the, yeah, the wild card is is that Trotz has never been a GM, so you're taking. But a, but he he is he's. I, I'm trying to think of the phrase to use, but he's he knows his teams inside and out. He is a personnel guy. Right. Yeah. Straight up. And so he is a personnel guy. Well, and he built he built Nashville up. I mean, granted, he wasn't there when they went on their cup run. That was doesn't matter. That was uh, Laviolette's second year. But he had he really, had, it was only his second year. Yeah, and then two years later, he was bounced. Huh? Yeah, and that's Laviolette in a nutshell. <laughs> Jesus Christ, go ahead. So I mean, I I I put it this way: I would trust Barry Trotz with a war chest full of draft picks. Right. Well, and I, I mean. Because he did, that's he capital for trades. Too. He didn't have the draft picks in Washington, but nope. he he got them to make the trades. He brought in T.J. Oshie and guys like that's that. That's exactly what he brought in. The pieces that he was like, I know I need two more. Sc- I need depth scoring, right? And I need another top four defender around Ovechkin, right? And then we need to get a little lucky, which is what. Don't tell me you need luck. It's fucking <laughs> lucky, hockey. God damn it! It's fucking ice for Christ's sake. Yeah. I've watched games turn because with, there was too much ice with shavings. With a piece of rubber bouncing around everywhere. Yeah, which means if, you know, ice shavings get caught up on the goal line, yeah, that'll stop a puck from going in. <laughs> I've fucking seen it happen in the playoffs. Yeah. It's called puck luck for if, a reason. If not, you just slice the jugular of the goalie. Exactly. <laughs> Push him out of the fucking way as he bleeds out. <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't know, but you know what? So, yeah, my team's in a rebuild, but your team is way ahead of schedule, and I have, I have a did very well at the trade with, with trade, or at least got some well, notable we got names. Kane and your boy from uh, St. Louis, yeah, um, Vladimir Tarasenko. So now we have an all Russian line. 
to go with the kids line. <laughs> That's what I want. And a Russian in, goalie who's... In New York. <laughs> with a Russian goalie. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... We've been up and down recently, but that's to be expected um, with the new additions and then yeah. go on trying to shuffle. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Pitch count. I mean, or the clock. Yeah, pitch, pitch clock. clock. We're gonna start the clock, and then I'm gonna Thank bitch. Thank you. And then I'm gonna bitch about the clock. Okay, so I we've touched. And I'm gonna try and prove that you're wrong. We've touched on this prior to the season about what these rule changes would do to the game, and I'm gonna be the commerging. Now I can't say it. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm going to be the old salty man and say, I'm okay with the the clock being behind the the pitcher and all that, but watching it, it sure looks like some of them are quick pitching. Yeah. So is that a... Are we calling quick pitches? I read somewhere that, that MLB told them to... Keep an eye on it more than usual, but what is it? Fifteen seconds? Well, I think it, or it should. I think it's like one minute in between pitches, and then it's like two minutes after a batter. It's brutal. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I'm sorry. No, Go yeah, ahead. I want to get it all out. Yeah, batters. Because now they only have a certain amount of time because the pitcher only has a certain amount of time, right? right? So the batter can't stall. He can't be Derek Jeter up there putting his fucking hand up in the air every three seconds. That drove me crazy, and I am in love with you. You know, or Nomar Garcia Parra, who took him like 87 after every pitch. Okay, so I understand that aspect. Yeah. But... I, I don't. There's just seems okay. Here's here here's. It seems like you're torn. <laughs> I I am. But then so we're in the playoffs, right? Bases loaded, two outs, close game, and the batter gets an extra strike, or not an extra strike, but a strike called on him because of a clock violation, and the inning's over. Yeah. But I mean, how does that? You're taking the bat out of somebody's hand in a crucial situation over a timer. Well, so going back to our previous conversations about this. Right. So on one hand, this is the way that I think about it, is the players allowed it to get to this. Our players and coaches allowed it to get to this position. Absolutely. I have watched four-hour Yankees-Red Sox playoff right. games. Yes. And three-hour regular season game. Which is absurd. Right. Yes. Yep. And, you know, and I always found it confusing because a lot of our heroes when we were growing up were all about give me the ball back, like whether it's Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson, Don Don Drysdale, even Sandy Koufax, give me the ball back. 
I'm controlling Nolan the game. Ryan, yeah, Nolan Ryan was Nolan the same Ryan, way. Like, yeah. he was not waiting for you to call a fucking pitch. Give me the ball. Yeah. I know what I'm going to throw. Just make sure you catch it when I throw it up there. And so when they were on the mound, it would it, and they were in control, it could be a two-hour game. Right. And, uh, and a lot of that is because no one was getting hits, too. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. But the so there there is that aspect of it. So the unfortunately baseball has overcorrected. Oh, imagine that. that. Like the shift. Yeah. Well, and and even there it's that's another situation where Yeah, I didn't mean to jump the gun, but the players saying. put themselves in that position. Instead of hitters going, All right, I need to become a hitter who can go to all different fields. You mean what we've been talking about? Yeah. Since exactly. We were born. Yeah. Instead, instead of that, it's like no. I'm or lay I'm, down a fucking bunt. Yeah, I'm not changing anything, and so then it just became rote for teams to put the entire infield on one side because they know the guy's never going to pull it the other or put yeah pull it the other way. And the same thing goes back to the visits to the mound. Right. And I know I'm arguing against my point, but um, visits to the mound, right. Bringing in a pitcher for three pitches and then bringing in another pitcher, you know, your lefty on lefty, righty on righty, that was getting out of fucking control sure. and they stopped that, that. Yeah. Which, good. I mean, I get that it takes some of the tactical advantage, but again, what you just said, it, that's what happened. Well, and, and in the early going of this in spring training, like, I thought at least one thing that would have changed your mind was seeing Carlos Correa having to run back into the box because he's doing his usual, I'm literally going to walk halfway That's, down to third well, the, it, and then walk back to the so box. Like, no, get the fuck back in and get ready to hit. Fuck you. And yeah. not just because I hope you die in a car fire. Okay? That's satire. But it's not. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's fine. Like, okay. But, you know, when there's an active at-bat going, it's an intense at-bat, sometimes you got to take a step out or... Like, can they even step off the rubber? Like, uh, these are the things I don't know. Like, if I need a reset of the of the signals, can I step off the rubber? I think so. But I, I think right the time that I've seen it is that... I haven't yet. I think it just, like, pauses the clock. It doesn't reset the clock. So you, you have to think... Now, you can throw over to first, and it resets. Yeah, but you can only do that do so, so many, many times. Right. right. So uh, a guy who's mastered it already is Zach Grinke. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they put that up, or that was up on Twitter. Yep. And like where he was just like, I mean, he's smiling the whole time. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, like now. And I would, I would think, particularly if you're not a super superstitious pitcher, this should play back into your wheelhouse. Is that the... Literally, MLB is giving control back to yeah, you. I get it. Is that I so also, now ahead. the batter's got to be in the box? And if you were of that mindset of like, okay, I'm ready to go, but was it like, yeah, Chris Sale got caught because he wanted he kept shaking off his catcher, right? And you know, uh, that's a situation. Nestor Cortez Boston. has been s- s- put on not the shelf, but he's <laughs> precautionary measures. <laughs> Fuck! But you know he's got a he's got a different delivery. I saw a side by side video, and God, I wish I could remember who it was who had a a big windup. Like he right. took a step forward, yeah. took a step back, rocked, and then threw the ball. 
Now, he's cut half of that out because he's had to. Yeah. So I wonder how many pitchers it is going to affect. Well, in the end, though, I think it's going to be like, even with somebody like that who's got more of an old-style wind-up, it just means that you have to have better preparation going into the game. And so no more of that, like, let me pull down my hat and read a card. It's like... You That's sh- going to affect later innings, yeah. which is what's going to affect baseball games. You sh- like your pitcher and catcher should already have a sequence played out before. Yep. Yeah, and uh, just you know, like you script your first, like Sean Payton would script yeah. his first first fifteen plays to get into rhythm, right? Which is what pitching is. Pitching is fucking rhythm. And that's where, like, to bring like the Chris Sale point back up, like Boston's in kind of a shitty situation because their veteran catcher was traded. So now they're trying to find somebody who fits in there. And I will say this, it's one of the other things, like particularly with this clock, that I feel more confident in St. Louis about is you have a veteran. We got you a veteran catcher. You grabbed a veteran catcher. Right. Yep. So we have. Who knows actually, how to handle the staff. So and we have two catchers because we have, you know, a, yeah. what do you want to call them? A, a specialty catcher? Not That's not it, but you know. Yeah, that, yeah, that deals with one or two guys. Correct. Yeah. So I. Which As is only going to speed up the clock. Cause I, I honestly say I like what I've seen because... I'm a well, negative guy anyway, so well, I'm going to hate. But and I think, well, let's say like the last minute and a half on this, if we don't want to continue talking about it. Oh, no, no, because I want to get to other things. Yeah, but with, with this, what I would say is I think the, the criticism that can be levied against MLB right now is going... Like, this should have been the last step in other steps that should have already been taken care of, like eliminating blackouts. Also, subsidizing... That's my favorite thing is the Subsidizing, um, like, you know, Summer League or, like, Little League. Yes. And Babe Ruth League because... That's what football... If you, if you ever see... I mean, there, there, there's a couple, like, there's, like, a real sports on it. There's a, there's a couple of documentaries. The amount of money that it costs to get your kid into these summer leagues that then get them exposed you, for you the draft the, and stuff like that. You do summer camps, yeah. right, at first. It's hundreds growing, of thousands growing, of dollars. Growing up, you do the summer camps before you get to the point of joining those elite clubs. Right. I did it playing soccer, and it was hell of expense. And I actually went and spent seven days and lived in a dorm Right on a college campus, as a eight year old, nine year old, and did nothing but play soccer all day. Sure, that is expensive as, fu- and that was in the eighties. Yeah, so now it's thousands. It's hundreds of dollars for a one week summer camp where you go for six hours. Right, and 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 that's one uh, like several several players have come out and said that like like one of the reasons you do not have like they're they have their African-American problem. And it's like, sure, you know, we we think about it from when we were growing up of like, oh, you just needed a glove and you just needed a bat. Nope. Now, Shit, soccer, all you need is a fucking ball. ball yeah. You know, basketball's the same way. But guess what? There's there's no boys and girls clubs on every other block like it was when we were growing up. No. Or a YMCA for literally every single neighborhood. But, but schools are better capable of... Uh, or at least exposing star athletes in basketball and football. Yes. Whereas like baseball, because it's that's like a little shady. Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> but baseball, you you have to get into this crazy ass Correct. pipeline. Soccer is the same way. Well, yeah, and I was gonna say, and like, and parents have to give up time so that kids can go and play tournaments every weekend. Same yep. as soccer. Yep. So, but if if MLB in their and that costs money, like even their, if your yeah. kid's good, but your family doesn't have money to be traveling and buying hotel rooms and spending gas and you know fees to get into the tournament to your club like all this stuff it is you know you're spending a thousand a couple thousand dollars every single fucking weekend yeah nobody well so it's and then and if if you could correct those things to where you have more exposure of the sport where anybody imagine that can tune in and then you make it more see, affordable here, here for I'm kids gonna, to play you mean like the mls is doing right yes now? yeah and they although, do it with their academies as well they're trying although i mean that that that's still a subscription service i looked into that though unfortunately it? it's not included with apple plus subscription oh fuck you it's an additional like ten dollars a month Oh, I was just assuming I could watch all the fucking games. And where it's okay, I, you know what? I take that previous back. statement back. So fuck you, MLS. But in the meantime, I do, I do like what I'm seeing, and that, and 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 that speeding up the pitchers, and if the hitters are ready, you're going to have a more lively game. Although, granted, we are me and you are the same. Like we love a pitcher's duel. Yeah. I'll sit there for I'll take an a hour. one nothing. I will sit there for an yeah. hour and fifty two minutes and watch a one nil six total bases yeah. game. Yes. Which you'll still get. And and it's just I hate it when it's happening to my team. No, I don't. I fucking love it. Pitchers but I just say that it's like my 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 overall opinion is that what 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 I would say for since this is a rant, is that it is a an overcorrection of a problem that was created by players who just took way too fucking much time. It does that. Like yeah. they, they do a lot of... It's almost like New Orleans did during COVID. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Um, yeah, they, they took it too far. Now I know everybody's going to fucking adjust, and by next year... It, eh, maybe not next year, but in a couple of years, it'll be whatever. Yeah, like nobody's, you won't notice it anymore. Nobody's talking about the mound visits anymore right. or... A pitcher having to face the minimum. Like, nobody's talking about that anymore. Right. Because, okay, they've been doing it for a couple of years. They just got to get rid of the ghost runner. I hate that shit. Extra innings? Yeah. Yeah, be a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sack you, up. You had pitchers, starters, that would throw, you know, 150 yeah. pitches through extra innings. But, I mean, this also goes to... I used to have conversations of... If the National League gets the DH, I'm not watching baseball anymore. And now... It makes you know, sense. Yes. It does. Yeah. It really does. Well, I, well, I it, can't say anything because I've always was been American League. Adam Wainwright ripping his Achilles tendon coming out of the batter's box. Where it was like, maybe we don't need pitchers batting anymore. Right. You think? We just lost our number one for an entire season. And that was like four or five years ago. Yeah, that was in his prime. Yeah. Like, one of his prime years. Right. And that was, like, the season he had come back from Tommy John's Correct. the season before. Yep. So Tommy John, you can get away with. Yeah. You're pitching. It's to be expected every once in a while. But I, it's like... Tearing your Achilles. I will say this, though. It's... Um, and it's actually... I mean, they're up all over the place, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, or, or YouTube. You watch some of those slow-mo 
videos of how these pitchers are, you know, they're they're now doing like the inside out. And you can see why every one of them's popping every tendon in their elbow. I like, watched a video. Your arm should not move like of that. Of Pedro Martinez um, showing like you put your fingers here and you let it roll off this finger and you yeah. do that. And when he said. But then you got to like. When he did. Flip your arm. The, the opposite, opposite way of what your arm is supposed to do and use your finger to push like where your fingers shouldn't be pushing on an object yeah. that you're trying to throw. I was like, no wonder these guys' elbows explode, yeah. you know, or their shoulders rip apart. Like, yeah. Fuck, man. They're throwing with what amounts to a couple of fingers in torque. Yeah. You were fucking... And, and they're then, still getting it up to, like, you know, 85, 90 miles per hour. And then we go back and we're like, you know, the, the Bob Gibsons of the world. Yeah. They were fucking machines. <laughs> No, I read a stat where, like, Nolan Ryan pitched 200 innings one game and then pitched again on three days rest and won both games. That is fucking bonkers. <laughs> 200 That is fucking bonkers. Now if you throw, like, 90 pitches, they're like, we got to shut them down for a week and a half. Yeah. No. Pussies. <sighs> I'm not going to get to exit velocity because fuck that. It, it doesn't even need... It, although... If you, okay, here's my argument. That's all I'm going to say, and I'll, I'll give it no, up. Yeah, Harrison we'll Bader, yeah. I love him. Exit velocity is fucking shit. Donnie Baseball, exit velocity was probably garbage. Yeah. But he was an MVP. Let's see. How about Tony Gwynn? Yeah. Do you think people would give, gave a fuck about his exit velocity? No. Correct. But now all you hear, Aaron Judge hit one home run, the first home run in the spring training, and they're like, exit velocity this, blah, blah, blah. He's hitting 97 home runs this year. Like, what? Yeah, I'm, I'm What's I'm the other to... one? There's another one. Well, I mean, there's there's exit velocity, there's launch angle. Thank you, that's the other one. There's uh, one for pitchers, too. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, they now can like get it to like you know how many stitches are in rotation and stuff like that. Where... Do we really need to know that? Do, do we, is that what we really need to be focusing on as opposed to, you know, like a guy who can hit the ball, steal bases, and catch the ball? Well, you know, I think that's that's an interesting investigation of, like, what you know, what really brought that on. My guess, though, is, is that when you have sports reporters who actually – don't really know the game know, that's that's what that's what helps i mean it was the same thing plus it's a big number it's like exit velocity yeah. this many miles per hour and of course and it doesn't it doesn't mean dick all which to is, anybody but they're like wow that's a lot of speed to you <laughs> yeah and it, but it's not and and to be fair it's not <laughs> like dig the long ball yeah sorry fuck that i'd, I'd rather stolen bases and I w- and Don't sacrifice buns. I'm and a shit Yankees like that. fan. Yeah, all I want them to do is move a fucking base runner. Well, just like, I grew up on whitey ball on astroturf. Like, I'm I grew up on a team that had Willie McGee, Ozzie Smith, I, and Vince Coleman. Yeah, and Kurt Ford and like there. Dude, guess again, what, you know what they did? The like my it's first. Called, it's called station station. Well, I'm just saying my first memory of a stat. Of like in my life was 1987. Vince Coleman stole 120 bases in one season, and that was like. And people were like, "You don't like, have teams 
No. Trying, attempting that many stolen no. bases. And, and even back then, Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>